she's 90 my tag Just letting it all hang out She's a brat Oh, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Fitbit Pod. My name is Ben Lomas and I'm full of love. And the reason being is I just got back from a wedding and oh, I wow. am uh, full of love and full of food. And speaking of full of food and full of love, let's welcome Dilruk Jaya Singer. Oh, thank you, mate. I don't miss the sitting opposite me is a man catchphrase of yours, but it's I'm very, very happy to see that you're full of love and uh, yep. hear that you're full of food because I've just got back from Adelaide and I'm full of food as well, <laughs> which we'll save for another episode because we have a guest and a fantastic guest. I uh, know. We're excited. Uh, guest this week is the writer and creator and star of uh, ABC's uh, Rose Haven, as well as probably one of the funniest stand-up comedians ever to be produced in ever. this country. Ever, I reckon. Stand up comedian wise fucking funny please welcome to Luke McGregor thank you we should uh, (laughs) specify 50% Rose Haven otherwise uh, seals will kill me (laughs) but thank you for having me it's good to be here you guys are are looking trim and fit well that's all the time we have for this episode (laughs) we just needed that one comment for my poster Uh, <laughs> and I'm done. Um, <laughs> mate, thank you so much for coming. We have to talk about the uh, attire that we are witnessing right now. Yeah. yeah. You are wearing, uh, what, is, is it lycra? Or it is definitely it? lycra. I don't it's, think it's lycra. Uh, it's, uh, if it is lycra, it's loose-fitting lycra. Yes, okay. Uh, casual lycra. Casual yeah. lycra wear. <laughs> yeah, uh, you, and it's specifically the, just for the, this from podcast. The, from you the mic to the boardroom. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You like you're like I don't actually own this. I'm just going to hide this for this podcast. It's like a costume party. For well, you. Let, yeah, let, let's, let's paint the picture. On the train. <laughs> but let's paint the picture because Luke just rocked up in all the gear. Like he just rocked up with a brand new bicycle. Am I correct? It's an old one. It's an old. It's but an I, old but one. I just got. I just got it cleaned. You just got it. You, oh, you got it cleaned. I, I resurfaced and cleaned. Uh, Mate, it is. You've got a fancy bike. You've got the gear. Are you a professional rider? No, I. Uh, I. Uh, my 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 ex partner was a uh, or she still is a per, sort of amateur cyclist, so she helped me uh, pick an excellent bike. Right, what's uh, your bike? Which one is it? Is it a Trek? Is it a Giant? It's a, a BMX. Uh, I'd have to go downstairs and have a look. <laughs> <laughs> There are bicycle enthusiasts right now who are furious at you that Sorry. you don't. Do you have a name for your bike? Um, a little nickname? It's uh, no, I don't. I've got uh, I've got nothing. But we uh, the Poon Crusher. <laughs> the uh, is if if Poon is a uh, is is um is, is flat gravel then yes, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a uh, I had a I did have a bike I had a Scott I think it was called it was it was stolen, um, and so that was a gift uh, for me and I I don't know a lot about it I just know it's. Nice to ride. Okay, so um, you do, you, but you have the do you, do you have cleats on your shoes? Is nah, one of those? Nothing, no. nothing that fancy. No, I, didn't, okay. I didn't even know until recently you're supposed to sort of ride more on your more on the front of your foot than because I always used to have the pedals in the middle of my foot. Well, well that's where the cleats usually stick. Is that yeah, they, the, the top they, half of it? The top, don't they? So yeah. what's the thinking behind that? Is the ankle is more flexible that way rather? I, I, you're pushing so, at the right I amount. I think so. I suppose because that way you've got because that way you can push down with your foot. Yes. Far, whereas if you put it in the middle of your foot, you're sort of just rotating. You're locked in. Almost well, see, like, I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't really know though. You I've, the, I've been told that uh, it is. You're supposed to have it, I guess, a little bit further up from the middle. Yeah. But you're supposed to ride with your heels. So, right. Oh, right. So you actually. So once you get in, so if, if you try and push down with your heels, then you use the whole force of your leg. If your seat is right up to the right level, uh, so then you get the least amount of friction. Because if you use your toes like a lot, then you're using your calf muscles rather than the whole leg. So let, let me clarify. Right, so okay. it's like your foot 
sit it's the top of it is what's sitting on the pedal but you push from the heel yeah so the heel is kind of hovering behind the pedal yeah yeah but you're still pushing from the heel and I it's more that. a mindset thing so then once you start using your heels you'll just realize that you use all of your leg rather than just focusing uh, on your stops your uh that stops you getting fatigued down there i guess yeah yeah right. especially when you do heels and stuff and then because when you get out of the saddle uh, then you start using your toes a bit more because then you're up higher and you have to use your toes right and yeah. you've only been riding in the last year and a half or so yeah uh, not only uh just because uh, Seals and I, uh, when we do when we ride Rosehaven, I ride to her house in Kew, which is maybe half an hour from where I am. Okay, so it's half hour there, half hour back. So maybe uh, maybe an hour a day every second day. Oh, okay, right, um, right. So it's a is that your current form of uh, workout routine? That and I do gym three days a week. Right. Um, What's right. the gym situation like for you? Do you how do you approach the gym? Do you have your own gym like the Rock? I wish. <laughs> <laughs> it just travels. Just travels with me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's just like this one town in in Tasmania. I was like, "What's with the marquee? What the Iron Paradise?" <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no nothing. No, I, uh, I've, I just go to the, I just go to a gym, um, but it's, uh, I, I've just got a program I follow, which is just chest and shoulders one day, back and. Back and biceps another day. No, chest, yeah. shoulders, triceps, back, biceps. And then legs. And then legs. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. it's like push, pull, and, and, legs. Yeah, and legs yeah. is the worst day. But that push, pull, legs is exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 Well, see, yeah. I think my favourite is leg day, but I think that's because that's my strongest. Oh, really? That's what I'm best what, at. What do you do on leg day, Lomas? So I leg, uh, leg day, I do, I forget what the machines are called, but the ones where you lift up. Uh, you're kicking forward almost. Kicking it's forward. Like both legs are being pushing forward and it's lifting weights. At the yep. It's just called leg raise, isn't it, I think? Leg raise? Is that what it's called? No, leg raise is when you're on your back and you're lifting your legs like, you know, if you're lying down and you're lifting your legs up so you're working your stomach muscles. Right. That's, yeah. I think that's leg leg raises. And, and the one I love the most is where you're sitting back and you're pushing up with your legs. So, you know, you're on your back and you sort of push up. Ah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, I've just yeah, got yeah. to doing uh, four So sets. that's like a squat but in like, yeah. you know, essentially the movement. Yeah. Oh, wow. So how long have you been doing the gym, Luke McGregor? Only – Three weeks. Because I remember, uh, I remember when you first got commissioned to do your TV show, your solo project, Lukewarm Sex, which was your um, understanding of you know sex and things uh, in the, and that everything in that department, trying to learn about that stuff. I remember you telling me about it, and you knew that there might be a scene where you might have your shirt off. Oh well, yeah, I ended up being nude, which was a uh, um, <laughs> you know, which is hard to hide. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so it was, um, but I didn't get fit in time for that. And I, I, uh, so you knew the nude scene was coming. I up? knew the nude scene was coming, but there was not, there was not enough time. Yeah. Uh, and I remember you and s- not enough will, huh? <laughs> <laughs> not enough willy? Uh, not enough willy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, they, they wouldn't let me extend the black bar across my whole body. So I just ended up, uh, <laughs> is that your nickname uh, for your penis? The black bar? Black <laughs> you bar. want to extend it across? It, there was a, when we were editing that, there was a period before the, you know, the sensor bars, obviously that, that come on, yeah. and, um, you know, when we're editing that, that until we had a picture lock, we couldn't yeah. put the black bar in. So, right, there's periods there when we're editing the show and cleaners, so direct, were, cleaners yeah. were coming in to empty the bins, and then my penis was just up on the screen. And then, <laughs> or someone from the ABC come in to have a meeting with us, and they'd uh, freeze frame it on my penis. I'm like, guys, change the yeah, change the shot. How, um, oh. We talk a fair bit about body uh, image issues that we, me and Ben, have had on this, you know, over the last so many years. How was that experience for you? As I'm, 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 is it fair to say that you, you, you talk about in the show that you were someone who had body image issues before? Oh yeah, yeah. and then having a program where, like, in this editing suite moment where there's your dicks just right out there for the cleaners to see. Um, <laughs> how did you? 
not only just get over it, but once that happened, how do you feel now? So the first part being, how was it in that once moment? Once I'd killed the cleaners. Uh, <laughs> it was, it was fun. Once the, being at the nudist colony and just being nude for ages was. Well, how long is ages? Uh, half a day? Half a, two half days. Two half days. Once uh, sort of afternoon to night and then and then sort of morning to, to lunch. And this, um, is this with the nudist? Is this is a nudist. Yeah. A bit of fully clothed camera crew and director and whatnot. Um, mm. But that after a while you just kind of let it go. Like you can only be anxious about it for so long. The weird part was um, I couldn't get naked in front of people because you're about to be naked, right? Yeah. yeah. So you think, all right, well, I'll just take off my clothes. But there was something quite sacred about having to take your that clothes process, off. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That process, yeah. That process I did yeah. in private. Yeah. And then I came out naked, even though the result is the same. Right, right. But there's yeah. something about the transition between uh, clothes yeah. to unclothed because it's almost like you're stripping away your vulnerability little bit I'm, by bit. But and, I was, and no one wants to see anyone in a T-shirt and no bottoms. Uh, uh, yeah, well, yeah. Donald Duck has a, you know, <laughs> Donald good look. Duck. But how did the crew deal with it? One. How did the crew? How were the crew like? With, did they ignore or did they? They they originally. I was my understanding that at least the director, uh, who, who's the awesome Hayden <laughs> Guppy, would, yeah. would, would, um, would be naked as well, but no one did. Uh, <laughs> oh wow, really? So they let you down? Yeah, we ended up doing a joke in the show about it. So, uh, <laughs> so they said they were going to do it. I thought then... I thought someone would get naked with me. I thought Hayden at least, but uh, yeah, no, solidarity. No one did. Wow. Uh, but it was um, it was fine. They weren't making the door. They weren't they weren't. Wasn't for them to do, uh, yeah. but it was. It was qu- after you'd, I'd been naked for the while. The fear of being naked had just went, and it, you stopped thinking about it after. It was amazing how right. once it was, everyone was just out there. It was. It just sort of dissipated once I was back in the real in the world. real world. Being nude became not as big a deal, but still a, a deal. Yeah, uh, but but. I don't know. The, you, the dominant paradigm in the room was that being nude is nothing. Yes. And yeah. so you just absorb right. that. But in the real world, we still live in a world where there is those issues around nudism. Yeah. Or so, right, yeah. I get that. And so then for you now, it's not necessarily a thing that came naturally or whatever after that where you're like, oh, yeah, fuck, I'm not, you know, naked all the time. No, I, although I, I, I'm less concerned about it if, right. I'm, if I'm with someone now. If right. someone If I'm, someone sleeps over... I don't like worry Tommy about Little it as or much. Tommy your Little, maiden, yeah. if we're top and tailing, um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but so, there's something yeah, to be said for that of being naked and then having to look at Tommy Little's rig, which is but then it becomes an issue. You, again. <laughs> <laughs> Do you still live with Tommy Little? I still live with Tommy yeah, Little. Yeah, yeah. Well, well yeah. That that definitely will help with the self-esteem. Yeah. He's yeah. Uh, uh, he's just someone you can't get a photo next to, and uh, he's just uh, he's he's really like buff. And yeah. He's not just it's like um it's like a Hollywood sort of. You know, he's like the rock. face, attractive body, <laughs> nice guy. It's um, but but living with him and living with another guy who lives at the moment called Johnny, who's uh, one of Tommy's mates. I uh, met Johnny over a pasta. Yeah, 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 yes, you did. Uh, who's uh, also fit as a fiddle? It's yes, made me want to get fit as a fiddle. Okay, well. well, we'll get to that in a sec. So going back to the lukewarm sex, the thing I remember you telling me about that nude scene coming up is that you said, oh, "I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to work out because I've always wanted abs." Oh yeah. How long did that? Strive to get abs last. Not long. Yeah. <laughs> um, and they're, I, I know now, but they're mostly in the kitchen created uh, from the food you eat. This was my understanding, and I, I, I just didn't get them in time. They were, yeah, they were they're buried under there somewhere. But what? it takes forever. Like the, the, the amount of like the food you have to you have to pretty much cut weight, dehydrate yourself, 
and then attempt to try and get those those puppies to pop out. It is like people say that some people work so hard to get a six pack that by the time they get it, they realize it's not worth it. Well, that's what Freddie Flintoff said on this podcast. Yeah, it's just yeah. like it's just not right. worth it. Yeah, I, I mean, even my personal trainer used to have had a six pack. She when she'd flex, she'd have a six pack, mm. but you know, relaxed no six pack. Uh, yeah, which is, I think is, I, I think that's a lot of most people. Yeah, yeah, uh, that's definitely me. <laughs> um, I'm sure there are people out there. There are heaps of people out there with, with fit enough to have one, but it's, uh, it's a lot of discipline to get there. So, well, my question was going to be about at which point do you allow yourself to not stress out about something I, like that? I'll stop when my t shirt hangs off my chest without right. touching stomach. Right. Or which we call a tummy little. A tummy little, yeah. <laughs> even if it's not a, even if it's not a, it doesn't have to be a rippling stomach, just a flat stomach. Yeah. Uh, a tummy tuck. Yeah, I thought, I thought uh, Ronnie uh, did a really good job of getting a, a flat. He, he worked yeah. hard to get a flat stomach, you yeah. know, and he looks really good now. Um, so if I could just get to that. I used to have a poster of Bruce Lee. I'm like, I'd love to get to that. But he's he's uh, he's a level of tone I'll never reach. But, uh, oh, I thought you meant like his eyes and stuff. No, just the, <laughs> the stomach. Just the flat, the flat stomach. All. I'll, we'll, I'll start with that and then we'll, we'll see what the eyes can do. Yeah. Well, because I think that's my goal. Like In my head, I was like, oh, I'll, you know, once I get the PT and, and I've lost enough weight, I'll, I'll get a six-pack. But I'm the same. I just want a flat stomach, how, how, flat down to the like, flat down to the bottom, and I'd be so happy. That are you guys no close? Sense. You guys have been working pretty hard on it. You Do you friends? Uh, <laughs> to, to like close to the flat. The flats, uh, the flats. Well, it's different no. for both of us, I think, because you can get there, but you may need to do other things to get to the flat. Well, I need stuff. to stop having a cheat week like I just did. Yeah. In a-, <laughs> a cheat week? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christmas. I started last Sunday and I haven't stopped till uh, today, <laughs> literally. So it's like a seven days of Because it kind of accidentally happened. Like the first Sunday was like, oh, I went for some uh, like nice pasta. And I was like, yeah. oh, cool. All right, double pasta. Then the second day was like Tiamo's. I went for lasagna and uh some papadelli, I think. And then next day I found myself in another pasta restaurant, more double pasta again. So much carbs. And then, then when I was in Adelaide on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I had planned already every like bit of food that I was planning on eating. So I went to two Italian places, double pasta in each place, and then went to the fried chicken wing place in Lobatol. And- <laughs> it's more so- like an economic stimulus package. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Supporting small business. <laughs> exactly. Every time I get criticised about how much I eat out, I'm like, I'm keeping the economy up. Yeah, right? Maybe have a look at the GDP numbers, mate. Not my waist. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> South Australia is doing really well. Correct. So for me, I think it's it's more about now that I I'm exercising more. I'm a bit yeah. more like I'm maintaining the weight I've had. I'm actually not eating that much better than I used to. Like yeah. you know what I mean. Like I'm almost as Kind of bad as I used to. Do you guys measure yourselves every week? Uh, no, no. We we try and uh, it's probably about it once a month at the moment. Once a month, we just weigh on the scales because we have come to understand that scales aren't the best indication of where we're at. So where do you go about? Like first of all, I guess we're going to get into what were you like in terms of as a child? Did you were you always a, a, a trim unit? I was a, a long distance runner when I was a little, and I had a six pack up until I was maybe seventeen. So you did have a six pack at one some point. Yeah. You know I've what it's had, like. I've had Oh, I've tasted the sweet, <laughs> sweet fruit. The six oh, pack. wow! Uh, but um, so yours is you know it's attainable. So you and Ben Knight, which just would have looked exactly the same. Uh, identical. <laughs> yeah, it was a uh, <laughs> twinsies for a while. Um, but uh, yeah, and then as I as I lost it, I uh, I have never got it back. Um, 
But uh, yeah, so long distance. Also, mum and dad were very uh, adamant that we had to do martial arts growing up because we were, um, so they said, listen, red hair, your teeth, they never said this to me, but um, made it clear my teeth weren't great. Said, you're going to have to, we're going to have to tra- train you guys to defend yourselves because school's, this is, uh, this school's is, going to be brutal. This is great. We haven't, talk, we haven't talked about because I, I was exactly the same boat. So, yeah. how, what, so what kind of martial arts did you do? Uh, I did, uh, we started with karate, then I, we did judo, we did taekwondo, was for the longest. Oh my God. Did you have to swap because you were getting beaten up in every class? Uh, oh, yeah, it, was just whatever, it was just whatever was, um, yeah, exactly. The sensei, the sensei was, uh, was teasing us. Um, not very it was, it was sort of it would depend on where we'd move basically. Sometimes the classes are shut down or something. Yeah. Uh, and then it was um, Wing Chun. Then it was Brazilian Jiu Jitsu for a while at uni. And then um, it was all the way through doing something. Uh, You're like a Street Fighter character. That's an amalgamation of all the other yeah, but characters. Just, it's all gone. Because I was packed with martial arts. The like a like a fat Sub Zero <laughs> who can't freeze. <laughs> You know? how, how old were sub you? Plus plus. Sub plus plus. Sub plus plus. How old were you when you started doing it? I was 11, 10, uh, and then finished doing it maybe 24. Wow. wow. Yeah, yeah. That's this a long time. I've, I've yeah. known you for quite a while now. I've never heard the martial arts come up. It's just not a part of my life, you know. Maybe yeah. you and Dill should fight. Let's yeah, just... sure. It was just, um, <laughs> but it was such a, it was, and it was, it's sort of gone. It's never, uh, I never really, uh, and I, I, I have only ever been in one or two fights, that, and they never were that serious. So when, was, when, what age were you fighting? Uh, back in uh, primary school and high so school. So someone was teasing you? Yeah, yeah. And, and usually I'd just, I'd just roll over and let it, whatever was going to happen happen. Uh, Would you let humor somehow be the defense mechanism? Yeah, because right. and that when that uh, when humor became a better defense mechanism than learning it, because when you were a kid, even if you yeah. learn how to fight. People are still like double the size of you. Yeah. So there's not much. You, even if you can kick to your yeah. above your head, they're still going to tower above you. Right. I, right. I the discrepancy. At, yeah. Yeah. I had a bully at the time who was. Um, I think I got up to his sort of stomach level, and he, uh, he used to pick kids up and throw them. Uh, oh my god. And uh, and I'm just like everything I'd learned up until that point was useless because uh, you you train against people who are the same. And it's the same with when you watch you know UFC and things. It's usually people who are the same height and weight. Yeah. Mm. Uh, and so I, um, I just sort of, I got a bit disenfranchised with, with, with learning how to fight. And then, um, humor became a better tool to defend myself right. because I could make, if I could, yeah, like if I could make people laugh, because it was a better defense mechanism. Then they stop bullying you if you yeah. make them laugh first. Okay. So I was, I was, hang on, I was at the same age, but the, my parents made me do karate because when I was about nine years old, these two kids in the neighborhood, uh, stole money off me. They said, give us money or we'll beat you up. And I had 20 cents and I had it over. And dad was furious. Dad tried to look for him. So then I had to do go to Kenshu karate. And I did it for like maybe four or five years. Yeah. Loved it. Uh, fell a sense of control. But then I had to quit because I started playing basketball right. at the stadium. And then they moved the dojo. And the basketball was across the road from the commission flats. And we'd have really rough basketball teams. And so we'd play. And I was really good basketball. And then once after basketball finished, they saw me doing karate. Yeah. And so I'll never forget this. I was like, oh, they sent me to karate. And then I remember we were playing a game and I was about to shoot a free throw. And then one of the guys, one of the rough kids goes, hey, Ben thinks we can do karate. Should we all beat him up? And I was like, yeah. And then after the game, I got the living shit kicked out of me. Oh, my like, God, Mason. Like it was just crazy. And then I remember that was the reason why I quit karate. 
<laughs> because you couldn't defend yourself. Yeah, I couldn't. Like, there's a lot of them, though. Yeah, 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 yeah. You can't. Like, I remember I was actually good. Like, I remember one guy hit me and I blocked it and I pushed him back and another oh, guy. Wow. But when there's like five of them, you're like, oh, well, I'm gone. Well, yeah. 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 Fact, that's, one of those stood there. Yeah. yeah. One, on, yeah one, one, on one, one came at yeah. a time. Next, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the ma- Matrix. Instead, yeah. this is more like you want yeah. to be like Bruce Wayne. Uh, and yeah. You, you needed the League of Shadows to tell you how to take down eight of them. And it's it's not to say that martial arts is useful. It's great to do self defense, but um, it was uh, it, it just for me anyway. Humor was a quicker way of dissolving a situation. Yeah, yeah wow. Um, and so the fights that you did have, how did they look? Uh, really scrappy and uh, like. Did I you connect? Like, training. did you actually hurt them, or did did you no, get hurt? No, I uh, I would. Um, one guy, I broke his tie because he stole my Kit Kat and he had one of those fake. It was, it was you a broke real, his it, tie? It, it, at school, we had, you had ties. And you know how you have those ties that had the elastic on yeah, it? So yeah, it yeah. Like it was a fake tie. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was a real shame of kids who had uh, the fake tie because it meant they couldn't tie their ties. And he, there's people that hide it. And I, he stole my Kit Kat and I went to grab it back and I broke his, snapped his elastic tie off. Right. So not only did he have his tie broken, but he had yeah. the shame of having an elastic tie. Right, right. <laughs> He wanted to have a break, have so a Kit Kat, and he just broke his tie. Broke his tie. He really went, really went, really went downhill for him. And then, uh, so we, he, he said, "I'll see you on the playground at lunch." This was in primary school. Oh wow! Anyway, we got to the playground, and he, uh, we were at the big circle around us. Oh god! And uh, we, were sort of of, uh, we were sort of, we were sort of. He came up quite close and said, uh, "I don't want to fight." And I, <laughs> and I said, "Man, I don't want to fight either. I'm sorry about the tie." And then we sort of, sort of. Grabbed each other and sort of wrestled for a bit, but people knew it was fake. And yeah, then yeah, right, right, was, right. Uh, it's like a bad <laughs> WWE yeah, bad, match. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I love the idea that you were doing those fake slaps they do in movies. Like you, ta- yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> you go the other way. Oh, you got me. It's a tombstone, but I was, yeah. my head was clearly above the ground. <laughs> yeah, it never, never went past the knees. Uh, you were a wrestling pseudonym called the Tiebreaker. Yeah, it was. Um, but was that the last fight you've been in? That was, uh, and then I had another one which was uh, in high school. But uh, the guy just sort of threw me around, and he was bigger than me, and I didn't uh, do anything. And it was, it was, it was a, uh, he was, it got, it got to point. He was just, there was a, we used to live on these. Uh, <laughs> school was pretty dangerous. Actually, it didn't have fence. It didn't have a fenced. Uh, area for the hills, so you could oh, actually God. go down into the creek and roll down there. Um, and this guy just sort of, um, uh, I say threw me off a cliff, but it's less dramatic than that. He threw me off this sort of imbi- hill in back yeah. Yeah. and I rolled down. Was he the and, same guy uh, that was throwing people against the wall? He was the same guy who was, uh, he'd tell <laughs> when I first rocked up to school, year seven, <laughs> this eight year, uh, year eight kid, I should presume, in a ca- in a sports cage, you know, where they put the bowls. Oh, yeah, yeah. And he, was, and he was just rolling down the hill going, help! <laughs> we're like, what is this place? Uh, that was day one of school. So I just tried to be invisible, as, as invisible as I could. Um, wow. So that's why you're that's so great. pale. Like uh, you just wanted to blend. I just wanted to blend in. Uh, it was just hard with my hair colour, but it was um, so, yeah, the... There's a level of confidence you need to have, I think, with martial arts to uh, not just throw everything out the window when something actually hits the fan, yep. and I didn't have it, so I just... Well, it's uh, that level of discipline which yeah. they try to drill into you, that you'll be able to actually calm, think about the approach, what you should do, and the whole point of it is you need to do everything but not use your skills. Yeah. Right, right, right. Trying to avoid, if you can yeah. avoid conflict, trying to avoid Oh, yeah, it. yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah, when was the no. last time you were in a fight, Dylan? I've never been in a fight. You've n- never? Yep. 
Yeah, because my I got drilled. That's probably in. why I'm such an annoying person to be around. No, because I never got hit. So arrogant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like my dad, I got drilled in because I I shut up really big, and dad was just like, under no circumstances do you ever hit anyone in the head because you'll kill them. You're a big bloke, just always trying to fuse the fight. And so I only had one move, and one move was as soon as something happens, I would spin the person around really quickly and then put my arms underneath underneath their arms and lock behind their oh, yeah. neck oh, so they wow. couldn't use it. And you fucked them from behind. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but then the weird thing is then you put your – it was actually more dangerous move because then you put your leg around them and then fall on them. Oh, shit, so they're face first into the ground. Or usually it would be like they'd go knees first and then you'd be on top of them and you couldn't do anything. So you just go give up, give up, give up. It's really painful to get a nose yeah. smashed well, into the concrete. But that's that's the thing. Like I did it in high school a couple of times and it was a great way to get out of fights. No one got hurt, but yeah. then it would just stop the flight because it looks like I'm humping them on the ground. Would you give them a kiss afterwards? Uh, no, no, no. But then when I worked at a pub, uh, it happened once where one of the patients, and I did the same thing but except it was concrete and oh, then I just no. fell onto them. And they cut their nose right open, and then it was that awkward moment where I was like, oh, "But I, my customer service was still there." I was like, okay, oh, "What? Do you want you- fries with it?" No, no, no. I said, "See you later. Have a nice day." No tip that night. No tip that night. But that's the last time. I think I was 24 the last time I did it. No, when I said never, I've been in primary school and stuff, but I don't count those because those are just little scraps. That's all I've had. I've never had anything bigger than that. But you've never been like punched in the face. No, no. Again, primary school, maybe there was someone's hand connected to my head. But like as an adult, no. Because there was a a moment where I've talked about this on stage where they were about to punch me and then they saw how scared I looked. So they just slapped me. <laughs> so they didn't, <laughs> they didn't even have like the their response. Yeah. But um, so then the six pack's there when you're 17 and stuff and it goes away. Do you, because you've talked a lot about having, you know, self esteem issues and body image issues and stuff like that. Has how is that stuff now for you in the industry that we lived in, where we live in, where you are able to use your flaws as a positive? Um, I, I, uh, for me, the reason I got. I thought you were going to say, what flaws? Uh, what flaws, yeah. <laughs> you your perceived. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, no, you're, 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 you know, when talking about being bullied the, in school, the, talking about the hair, the, the teeth, all of that, you do use that as content for oh, the state. I, yeah, I agree. It's the, it's the, and even seeing a psychologist, you know, it's that fear of uh, what my shit going to be if, um, you know, I sort some of this stuff out. Mm. But it's, uh, I got, I'm at the point now where I'm like, well, let's just see what happens on the other side of that. Yeah. Uh, because, um, in the moments in the downtime when you're not on stage or when I'm uh, – for me mainly it's because I, I'm quite a hypochondriac, so I do Google symptoms too much, things like that. Yeah. So, but, it's but, a genuine hypochondriac. Like as yeah. you do, do worry about those things. Yeah. I uh, Maybe hypochondria is too strong a word because I've never been diagnosed, but I do but I that, do fear for my uh, own health quite a lot. Yeah. But, um, Are you now going to Google hypochondria symptoms and yeah, then maybe. see what that is? But I – when I'm exercising and eating well, I don't. A lot of those fears go away. Yep. Uh, and so it's actually a way of making me feel better because I know. Well, I'm looking after myself, so I don't have to. You, you can't worry. do any more than that. Yeah, I can't do any more than that. I'm actively doing something, and it makes it. It makes those fears uh, dissipate. Um, right. Uh, and that. And I'll, <laughs> the other reason I sort of went on a health kick is because last time we shot season three Rosehaven. Uh, I got pulled aside by our costume department uh, out of a meeting and said, look, can we talk to you for a second? I'm like, okay. And they, uh, these, um, uh, it's just these three people standing there with their heads down going, well, okay, what's what's up? And they go, listen, none of your, none of your pants fit. None of you, you're going to have to get your new pants. None of your, none of your trousers from last year fit. 
<laughs> You're like, yeah, it's I a said, character well, choice. I said, can we extend them out? And they go, we've tried and there's nothing. There's not enough. There's not enough gear for. We have to buy new. That's, I reckon that's worse than the show's been cancelled. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to cancel on the spot, and so I had to buy all new trousers. And, uh, and, your, and last season of Roadhaven was the fattest season I've ever been, and now that season was the fattest I've ever been. And I'm just like, all right. So, so each season the character is becoming heavier. He's getting heavier. fatter. So I'm just like. It's uh, a character choice. It's fine, yeah. man. I mean, I can't go on, though. Uh, and so I. Um, Next season can be the, the one you you know write in a storyline about uh, you know the character trying to lose weight. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's. Uh, I was thinking about, I talked to Seals and said, should we write a story where we both have six packs? Because then we. <laughs> then we have to get six packs. Yeah, right. Because we don't have a dig- we, have, we don't have a budget for digital effects. We have to get six packs. And she's like, "Nah, it's too much pressure. If we have to, if we write that in and then we don't do it, what do we do?" And I'm like, "I don't know." Uh, but um, yeah, so that that sort of triggered me, sort of going, "Okay, I've got to do something." Yeah, but and what's uh, so uh, what did you do? Like, what what are you doing? So is it writing? So what we talked about before with the writing and the, the and the gym. So I, I've, I I take waist measurements every week. Okay. Every week. Uh, every week I take waist measurements. Uh, How long have you been measuring every week? Because did you see the notice that when I, you were putting on weight, did you notice it on the, the measures? Yeah. So I, I'm taking my, measure, I've, I've taken my waist measurements uh, and I'm I think like 94.7 at the moment. Where do you log uh, it? Where do you, where do you I've put it? Spread, I've made a spreadsheet. I love spreadsheets. Yeah. Uh, I've made a spreadsheet <laughs> um, and uh, I try and lose, you know, around a centimetre a week. And I lost about – I lost – Point eight of a centimeter last week. Mm. Um, and how, just, do you, how do you because, do that? Because though? the scales I find can be deceptive because yes. I, I don't really care how much I weigh, and I don't. So I've got a little, and I've got one of those calipers that measure body fat. So you just take a oh, pinch right. of your stomach. Ah, I've been the, thinking about but, getting But one even of those are, um, they're, they're, you know, they're, they're useful, but they're still. You might not notice any change between week and week, but you can. If I take a measurement of my stomach with a little measuring tape, I can mm. usually see if there's been a fluctuation one way or the other. But even, but doesn't it also determine how far you pull it in or how tight? You, or? You, so whatever mm. you do, even if you're getting it wrong, you're measuring it in the wrong spot, just do the same thing every week. Yes. Yeah, and okay. I find the easiest way to do it is just pick a spot either a rod on or up and de- up, or up or below. You either right on the top, right on the bottom, or in between where your belly button is. Yep. What, what and if just you don't have a belly button? Use it. Uh, oh, well. <laughs> this is it. This is go, it. Go to the question. circus because you're a massive freak. <laughs> <laughs> If you don't have a belly button, just 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 put use a little mar- a permanent marker, put a little spot there in the stomach. Make sure you're using that spot every time. So just whatever in the belly, whatever it is, just make it consistent. Consistent, and I and I found that has been the best way for me to measure my progress. Because right. if that's going down, mm. then that's something. Mm. Yeah. Um, and if that's going up, then I've got to be careful. Uh, so and then I based on that, I adjust the amount of calories I'm eating each week. Right. Okay. Because uh, okay. I just I love spreadsheets. Um, okay. What well, else? Especially because you used to work in superannuation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think you might be not dissimilar to me, where I love spreadsheets as well. I have a whole bunch of different ones of schedules and, and really like that. Uh, unnecessarily complicated. Oh, see, I don't have the complication part of it because well, I don't so know with any all the form- formulas and stuff. Yeah, I don't know oh, formulas. Yeah. What's your most? This is a bit of a side note, but in terms of your formulas and overcomplicating it, do you have an example of one that you can think of as going? Oh, that's a bit much. Uh, there's an online calculator for uh, what is it? Basal metabolic rate is that what it's called or something? Body mass, BMI. Uh, you're uh, you're basically a, it's about a way of calculating approximately how many calories you burn sedentary. Yes, right. Um, just so, so we're can, saying if you're base, if you did no work at all, how much calories how much are you going to burn, burn from then, just breathing and living? Yeah, and yeah. then and then based on that, uh, one to one to three hours of exercise or whatever, and then there's approximately how many calories you. Need each week to maintain, and then just yeah, subtract twenty percent yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
So there's calculators. There's about a billion calculators on the internet to make that happen. Mm. And, and you managed uh, to get one into a spreadsheet. Well, I just decided to make my own because I thought it would yeah. be more fun. So I found out how it worked mathematically and then just made a spreadsheet that did that and then had um, sometimes I'll chuck a visual basic button in there too. <laughs> It's just it's so ah, dumb. It's a visual it's a, basic button. Uh, so uh, so um, you know so I can uh, I can have it um, uh, a button to um, fill out all the um, fields and yeah. So it, it sort of mimics that, it mimics a formula for you. That, things that could be done very easily either just by having a formula or having uh, or just not or even Google bo- just googling it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I'm like, no, I'll, I'll make my own spreadsheet that does it myself because oh. it's 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 fun. Man, I for like me that. To do. Uh, yeah, no, but talk, but it's also like who cares if that's what you like you know if that's going to keep you more engaged with the activity like a lot of the stuff we've learned in terms of trying to lose weight and stuff is the losing of the weight and stuff should be the secondary thing the 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 activities around you got to find something you enjoy doing and and with the spreadsheet it just sounds like it gives you more excitement about counting as opposed to the actual counting like red or red or green yeah um, the cells the cell the cell goes red or green depending on whether i've added or lost yeah and it makes it fun yeah but it's fun for me and that's what the because do you do the same with the writing so do you have a writing app so you record and log your rides? No, I'll riding. Uh, no, I've stopped. I haven't done that actually. No, I used to use uh, just map my ride or whatever it's called, but I haven't. Yeah, uh, I, haven't, I haven't been doing because I've been doing that because I was just thinking about if you go from you know here to you know Seals Place in in Q, like I do the same thing. Like I have to here and then ride to the project, so I know exactly route what I take. So now I've got it where I map out and and then it challenges. That's so, a fair ride, isn't it? How long is that? Uh, I could, my record now is twenty one and a half minutes. Right. So, but that's uh, that's really gunning it. Having the wind behind me, like I'm obsessed now when riding which way the wind is going. Oh, well, yeah, yeah. Determine the road. I just it changes everything. It makes a ride so unpleasant if it's at you. Oh it yeah, just makes it just the worst. And that's what I love about in the Netherlands. They've just built this thing where you can actually ride in certain parts of the city along the river where they've created wind tunnels oh. with a massive fan. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that you're all, there, huh? yeah, you're that's always going. You've always got the wind behind you, and you just go in and you just that's gun a, it. a massive fan, massive fan, and it's just a big tube. And you, you just sure it's fly. not just a windmill that you <laughs> in, in the Netherlands? No, that's but, unreal. It's just amazing, and they come up with all. But I've had this recently where uh, with my watch, I bought like a new Samsung Galaxy watch. So when I ride, it's down at situ- situated in different segments. So it recognises the segment. So it gives me a big, big beep when I've beat a certain segment in the race. So it just fuels you. And then you're generally racing yourself. Mm, yeah. And so it's just been so much fun because f- if I usually had to test myself, I'd have to have someone riding in front of me. Yeah. So then it would push me harder. But now I've actually, you know, created a fun game and it, and no word of a lie, if you beat your time, you get that little trophy. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. I just love the Do you trophy. ride, Dill? No, I have ridden before when I was training for the Noosa Triathlon. That was about 10 years ago. So I had a bike and then that bike kept moving with me between apartments. And then one apartment, I was there for four years and uh, I hadn't ridden at all. So I went back to the cage to grab the bike when I moved from there hmm. and it wasn't there. <laughs> <laughs> And I asked them what happened. They're like, oh, yeah, we did a big audit. And if anyone, if you, even if you, like, had the lock on it, if it felt like, it, you know, we gave you a month to try and identify your bike so that we can tag it. Yeah. And anything that wasn't tagged, they just clipped the, the <laughs> thing and they gave it to charity. <laughs> How long ago was it? How long until you noticed? <laughs> uh, I moved in, uh, to, in there in 2014 and I moved out 2017. <laughs> oh, right. so, but this was a l- really good road bike as well. Oh, like, oh. I feel quite sad about it because I had a housemate who wanted me to 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 bite off me, yeah, and I was like, no, no, I'll get back, I'll be, I'll get back, I don't yeah, want to, yeah. and then just yeah, it's just gone. To well, Luke, I, I just saw Luke's bike, and he's got one of those things that you you, you put your phone on. 
Oh yeah, yeah. And it just but every time I see a that basket. You no know, no no like a little holder. <laughs> little holder, yeah. But it just yeah. looks like you're doing Uber Eats. <laughs> I'm happy with that. You know, it's fine. I, I, I um it's handy. You're not uh, too proud to Uber Eats. I like that. No, <laughs> you're just a shout out to all our driver, Uber Eats drivers. Yeah. Well, I, that, I that Ben wants well, to shame. No, but I can't get it. I, I don't trust myself. I can't get Uber Eats on the phone because I just can't trust myself that I won't order it every single day. It's very easy as well. Yeah. Um, how are you with uh, with food? What's your um, situation with diet and stuff? If I'm calorie counting, I'm great. How do you calorie count? My fitness pal? Uh, it's cold. No, but it's, it does, it does the exact same thing. It's a, it's like a My Fitness Pal, but it's a, it's food. I can't remember. What it's Luke, called, but it does Luke McGregor's counting calories out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's. I can't remember what it's called, but it's, it's pretty much My Fitness. It's, it works the exact same way. Yeah. I just check in my target, and then I just meet that. Uh, it's the only way I can look after my diet is by counting. Because otherwise, I if I just eat, if I just try and eat healthy, and I had to have no idea how much I'm consuming, I'm yeah. just like, I just feel like this. I don't know what. I, I get really defeated very quickly because I'm not sure if I've gone over or under and I just uh, I think about it and I, I don't enjoy it. Whereas if I'm c- counting, I love it. Oh, well, like- hang on. I got confused so because for me that what you were saying seemed to make sense and or resonate with me, which is that you get over it if you if you don't know what you're doing or whatever. And you I then when I've tried to calorie count, it just overwhelmed me. Oh, I, I love it. Yeah. Calorie counting is fun for me. It uh, makes dieting easy for me because then I can I can put it in a spreadsheet. It's it's count it's it's trackable and it Yeah. And I feel like I've made I've done something good. Whereas if I'm just trying to eat healthy portions <laughs> yeah without I measuring it, I, I go I, I yeah, I just get I reckon Luke's the first person we've had on this part who generally can openly say he enjoys counting I really, calories. I really like it. So, yeah, like, yeah. like you actually generally get joy out of it when people are like, oh, you gotta, I've got to make this, you know, you got to – because I can't do it because I just never remembered to type to it in. To log it in. Yeah. Mm, I love yeah. it. The data entry side of it really appeals to me. It's, well, uh, again, it's, yeah. It's, it's more fun for me to calorie count than it is Yeah, to I not. think it is, again, that thing of going, finding what you like doing yeah. and then find – because for us, the I, for me at least personally, the idea of calorie counting is too overwhelming because I've got to remember each thing I'm eating and then – like also going, how many, like I just had some bacon and eggs and stuff like that. I'm like, well, how much did I have? Like how much does that weigh? Oh, and, that's, yeah, that's really I mean? hard. If you go to a cafe, I almost disregard the day if I go to a cafe because I'm just, if I can't input it perfectly, then do I. You, do you cook? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Cook and we'll measure see. everything. That's, um, a, that's a novel idea to me. But uh, no, when I say cook, I mean like sear a bit of chicken. And then just right. make a salad. Yeah, so you, especially if, you, if you're cooking just for yourself. Yeah, you don't and, want to put, and just like those brown rice microwavable packs and things yeah, like that. Just right. using that so as that measurements are already there. You know yeah, exactly. exactly. Right, right. Um, How do you find going cooking for one person? Fine if I just buy a bag of salad. <laughs> Yeah. Those um, brown rice book quinoa bags things, yeah, like it's just simple stuff. Right. I'll, I'll never make myself spaghetti bolognese or something, right? Because I, I sometimes I'll meal prep, but not really. Do you Most, not like Italians? Uh, oh no, it's uh, it's Italy yeah, is Italian. That's uh, true. It's why we never get along. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she makes a great spaghetti bolognese. Actually, she uh, I I got to try some of her spag bowl and it was amazing. Uh, it's really good. Seals really good actually. She does this thing where she just um. Grates a bunch of like zucchini and stuff. Yeah. And then yeah. just he sees it in a pan, puts a bit of egg in there. It's like a really nice breakfast with greens. Yeah. Well, breakfast. So I started doing that. So just like just veggies that you'd be like, oh, I don't want to eat these veggies. Um, <laughs> broccoli, zucchini, stuff like that. But she grates it 
and then just sort of sears it up in a little omelette thing with some uh, egg and some egg whites. Like a, like a little patty almost. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we, we do that with the kids. Where they're called corn uglies. So you just get a, like, a, like a, so a tin of corn and you put it in a bowl and then you replace it with a tin of flour and you put that in there and then you just grate up whatever vegetables, like zucchini, carrot, anything left over, chuck that in so it's three tins worth, mix it together, put it in the oven, and they just think it's healthy biscuits. All right. And, it, and it's, they're really good snacks. And so they're just in the freezer. So every time you go, you can just – Pop them out, and they're just really healthy. But they're sort of they kind of have the same texture as a donut. Uh, oh wow! So it's All just right. that really they're really squishy and gooey. And you're like, oh, these are delicious. And microwave they fit- them. Yep. Like it's right. uh, well, usually because they're only about like the size of a big biscuit. Mm. As soon as you go out, you chuck them in a bag. But wherever you are, they've defrosted. Right. 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 Okay. That's one for the parents out there. So little, uh, little when tip. when you're dieting or calorie counting, you don't have a specific diet per se, per se that you no, follow. No, just as long as I hit the targets. So yours is a calorie based target. Yeah, I don't. Right. Um, I I do try and eat. You know, healthy. It's like I won't have a Mars bar on it, um, but uh, but I just I care more about the target than I do. And roughly, what, what is your target when you are trying to cut weight? Uh, do you know? Do you remember what? How many calories? Two thousand one hundred. At the time when I was doing it, it was like around six thousand kilojoules. I don't know how many oh, calories shit. that is. Yeah, I don't know either. But okay, all right. Uh, See, that's where I get confused when we go from six thousand. Yeah, it's like when we go kilojoules. Yeah, I can't remember. You get the spreadsheet out. What, so what's the difference yeah. between a kilo, kilojoule and a calorie? Is it the same I, thing being measured in do, like kilometer versus mile? Um, Is it? Did you not hear the question mark at the end of that? Yeah, no, I did. I just, I just, <laughs> I'm just waiting for the comments on the back of this. We're <laughs> no. 50 eps in and we don't, I don't know, know the difference. Is, I don't know if this is my question. I'm just showing kilojoule. my spreadsheet, but uh, that's, that's, no, what no, I, well, that's what I go on. That's what I've got. Right. So it's a, it's a nice little Excel sheet, which is on uh, Google Docs, uh, and you've got some highlights where it says body fat percentage. So the yellow so stuff. So some of the metrics the that you've you got is basal metabolic input. rate, lean yeah. body mass. Right. Wow, wow, wow. And what's this one to three hours of exercise a week? What does that mean? The so that, that's a, so if you, you can adjust that. If you're doing more exercise, your calories go up. Yep. Or go down uh, if you're doing yep. less. Right. And you've even got a breakdown of fat, protein, and carb uh, content as well. Yeah, yeah. Wow. So when this, how long have you been using that particular, say, for example, that spreadsheet? And have you noticed effects of it? Oh yeah, yeah. I, I reckon. I reckon you have lost weight. I uh, sessions in season two. Episode four specifically. That shirt was way too tight. Cool, was, uh, especially standing next to Dave Quirk. Whoa. Oh, Quirk, man! What a sinewy man that guy is. Uh, <laughs> What's that word again? Sinewy. I've not heard that it one. Means, like it means it's like lean muscle, right? Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Skateboarding forty-year-old. Fuck you, Quirk. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Beautiful flat then, chin. Yeah, yeah. And, and then just any, the pipe. Any, take a photo from him from any angle. Yeah, like, never. He'll yeah. never put out. And then he wears these pipe cleaner pants that so just makes him even look thinner oh, than he actually mate. is. <laughs> Disgusting. Um, <laughs> um, I've the every time I use that, it's for about a month, and in that month, I usually lose about a centimeter a centimeter off my waist a week. Okay, um, that's a lot, I reckon. But it, it's uh, I I, th- I heard that the gains are quick at the start, and they sort of start to taper. But oh, I, it, yeah. well, the problem with me is I'll start to get flat, and then I'll blow out again because I'm like, I've done it. I've achieved maximum health, and then I'll start. <laughs> I don't know, something, will, you know how it is. You'll go on a tour yeah. or something will come yeah. up, and you know, all of a sudden it's gone. And um, How do you feel in those moments? Because I'm very fascinated by that point when you stop, like you basically 
go back the other way because I'm someone who lives in fear of that moment for me now that I'm constantly like worried about relapsing into the 120 kilos that I was. I think because my metabolism's reasonably fast, I can sort of, I tend to at least at the initial phase loose quite quickly. I, I get lazy and I think oh, I'll just take it back off again. But it's, um, right. but uh, I, I feel bad. I, I feel, I don't know. It's like I don't notice the effects until a couple of weeks later. So I'll, I'll go off it and I'll go, whatever. It mm. doesn't matter. I'm, mm. It's fine. I've got to learn to love myself as is. And then and then I'll notice that my mental health is not as good because I'm not exercising anymore or I'm not feeling yeah. as confident about myself anymore or I start feeling a bit more depressed than I normally feel. Yeah. It's like a subtle change, but it'll be it like... It takes time. The time gap between the not doing the ex- exercise and then it showing up is later. It's like a blue sky with some clouds versus a... All of a sudden, it's getting quite cloudy, and you haven't realised it's happening. Right. Yeah. It's right. In my mood, like my 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 overall mood gets starts to get lower and lower. And so, how do you then get out of that uh, dark cloud moment? Is it through exercise or counting calories? Uh, counting calories and exercising <laughs> makes you feel like I've done something positive. Right. Every day. Right. So it's um. It's enough to. I mean, it doesn't cure all my problems, but it's sure. A, but it's but a it, start, but, it, but, right. it, but my overall base level mood. It gets a little bit better. Right. Um, the the yeah. more it happens, do you start to notice the clouds quicker or is it always sneaking up on you? Oh, uh, it's um, – if I go off at the – yeah, actually, that's a good point. As I, as I come off it, um, I get – the mood goes down quicker every time. If I come off it – if I've done it and then I come off it, I'm like, oh, God. Uh, and I've found that the amount of times I'm coming off it is becoming – it's happening faster. Yeah, yeah. I'll come off Which it Which way? Come, come out of the dark cloud? I'll, uh, no, like I'll, I'll start doing fitness again and, I'll, and then I'll jump out of it. Right, 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 right. So you're getting better at at least just recognising it and quickly fixing it before it becomes too difficult to get back. I, uh, I'm getting yeah, – sorry, I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm getting worse at sticking to it for a long period of time. Because you know you can fix it when you need to. Yeah, because I now that I've done it once, I'm like, oh, that was really effective. And then I'm like, but yeah, it's it's so now I'm trying to do it properly. Right. I'm trying to think of it like a lifestyle As and, allow to my, a, and, allow, yeah. and allowing myself to have a cheat day or even a cheat weekend, but trying to do it most of the time. Right, right. So because at least if you're in a given month, if you've had more days where you're doing it than not, yeah. then you're still going to be moving forward. That's exactly what I think, yeah. yeah. Even if I can be like 60-40, you know? Yeah, yeah. it's a, a something. thing I've been, I think, I don't know what I said on this podcast about treating it like a democracy as opposed to a dictatorship. Mm. Just as long as you get 51% of the things in the right direction, then overall you're heading in the right track. Yeah, Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like even, not just with when it comes to food, but even like say – any other addiction like smoking or, you know, using your phone or whatever, if there are more occasions where you are working on it, like so say cigarettes, which none of us, I don't, do you smoke? No. No, if say none of us, any of us did or whatever, you go, all right, I'm going to allow myself one a week. It's still better than two a week. Yeah, you know it's I mean? something. Like yeah. it's just something. Whereas in the past, I would be the type of person, even though I never smoke, because I'd had the mentality, well, I had one already, so I'm going to have 30. Yeah, I'm blown you know? out. Yeah, yeah. fuck and, it. And, but, that's, but I reckon I've recently changed with that because we, we went through this thing where you're still doing it where we wake I was waking up at five o'clock in the morning and then just doing it. So doing all my exercise, all my meditation, ticking off what I need to do, and then I'm ready to rumble when the kids wake up at seven. Yeah. But because I've had a lot of late gigs and I've been interstate a fair bit, it, I would lose that rhythm and that's what used to tip me over the edge. Like yeah, if okay. I lose the rhythm that means I've lost the fight. So therefore I'll go back I'll right. go back to the food. And so it's just recently where I was like, 
I've been using that same mindset where I just go, actually, no, you know what? This is not a hiccup. I'm just enjoying life. Yeah. I had a wedding. I ate some food. I danced off some calories. <laughs> but it's that thing where I was like, it's okay. I'll get back to that moment and I'll enjoy when I get to do it again yeah, rather than yeah. beating myself up and going, oh, you've let the team down. When right. Really, no, you're doing more. Because the wedding I went to this weekend is the first wedding I've been to since I quit drinking. And right. That was and how that was awful- that? It was really weird because the last wedding I went to, Luke. I same got, people? Similar people? Uh, the there was wedding? one other person who was there okay. at the other wedding. And it was that same thing where I was like at the last wedding, I blacked out and I made an absolute dick out of myself. And that was the day I quit. And that was 18 months ago. Right. So it was just very weird to be around. It was great. I was actually generally able to enjoy a lot easier with my kids there. So I was just, you know, dancing with the kids and playing with it. But it was that weird thing where I was like, oh, I just, I had a bit of an urge, but. You know, the urge was how do I not eat every piece of cake because they got their cake from mm. Beatrix and yeah, I just right, wanted right, to right, just right. murder everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, have I, um, like, I think, how are you with um, with those things like booze and, and um, you know, stuff like that? Uh, booze terrible. I uh, and I've noticed as I got older, my uh, bladder control on booze is terrible. <laughs> like, I'll I'll, uh, I'll I'll get to a certain level. Like, I've started wearing. Um, Black Diapers. pants, uh, like oh, just black pants because I'm just like oh, I'm, I'm, I fear like having a wet patch or something at some point during oh. the night. <laughs> I'm just like, and I'm just like, what? What is this? Because I've always been someone who I think partly because of anxiety, I, I tend to go to the bathroom a lot. Um, but when I'm on alcohol, if I have too much, I, uh, I I just get I start to really fear that, and yeah. then uh, and then um, I don't know whether it's self fulfilling prophecy, but uh, and then I'll uh, so I'm I. Uh, just only quite recently have I started to try and uh, not drink um, as part of my latest health kick is just not booze, not not completely give it up, um, but just uh, stop earlier. Yeah. Oh, yeah. as in so pull yeah. the handbrake yeah. a bit earlier. So, on so like night, four or five had, in yeah, or something. So last, uh, this weekend I had a night where I had um, Two glasses of wine, two whiskeys uh, over the course of a few hours, and I just uh, stopped there, uh, right. which is still a fair bit. But um, oh man, that's amazing! But, See, I, uh, I, that's for my me. Dream. That's like just a start of the night. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so but that's four standard drinks. Yeah, uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, so, so roughly, yeah. let's say. So that's way earlier than when I could stop. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like for me, that point where uh, even four drinks in, it's not the same brain that was drinking at the first drink. So by the time I'm four drinks in, I'm like, ah, oh, well, it's not that bad. Let's just have another one and another one. And so it would just spiral yeah. out. So the fact that you're able to pull up stumps at four is pretty impressive to me. Well, it's only been once, so we'll see if I can keep it going. <laughs> huh? uh, and so when the similarly and where you shots talked are about- banned. I don't do. Sh- I uh, I let myself go the other unless Milan's a little while ago. Oh yeah, Milan. <laughs> but I, I I find myself really hard to contain myself if I have shots. I, yeah. I, I lose track of a bit how much I've had. and Shots it's, it's should disaster. be banned generally. Oh, just, this is such a bad idea. There's <laughs> some of my idea. worst times. One of the biggest reasons why, when I think of the moments where I had stopped, uh, you know, uh, what caused me to quit drinking was like just being so gross and all of it starts with shots. Oh, man. Yeah, all I'm the same. Shots. Tequila shots, like I used to turn into, my mates used to call me the raging rhino. Right. Because I'd actually pre- think I was a rhino. <laughs> Oh, really? Yeah. And I would just like use like I was one of those obnoxious people. I'd run in with my head into people. Oh, really? Is that like, why oh, you're mate. bad at social media? I'm jealous of my dad because dad, though, his nickname's Crash, and he just falls asleep. Ah. so he'll get drunk and he'll just pass out. And I'm so like, very harmless. So he'll yeah he'll get to a certain point where he's really drunk, but then he'll just he'll fall asleep. Yeah, and I'm like, God, that'd be great. 
What are you like perfect. when you when you yeah. are you a dancer? Are you a talker? Are you a uh, fighter? Oh, I just talk. You're a f- you're very funny, John. Just I, talk rubbish. Um, uh, I yeah, I don't, and I and I and I do. Uh, I, I just, I don't, I don't. It's just, it's the I, my hangovers are so bad. Oh god, yeah. I, I'm someone who gets really bad hangovers, and uh, it's just. What are you like when it's, when it happens? Are you just unable to work, or do you say yeah, grumpy? Really struggle to get out of bed, vom vomit. Yep. Do you vomit the uh, next morning? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm a next morning person. Um, and uh, it's just, um, I don't know. I'm just like, <laughs> now that I'm 36, I'm just like, it must be possible to have fun at a party or go on a date without this, <laughs> without this <laughs> much ramification. <laughs> uh, dating's that? okay, daddy, but, but, but parties and things like that were, you know, it's just like I feel like I have to have a drink in my hand or I can't be social. It's yeah, a, yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, it definitely took me time to be comfortable being out and about with people. You've been doing it for, what, a year now? Longer. No, about nearly three years yeah. now. So Yeah, so about two and a half years now, I think. And so, um, and yeah, I think, again, if you – as long as you're constantly trying to think about those things and trying to be better, you're still going to get closer to it at some point. Whereas if you're yeah. someone like, oh, I don't really, I mean, I, I should, but I don't really think about it. It's like that's where people run into danger when it comes to weight, cigarettes, drinking. As long as you're sort of going, you know what, I'm going to try this month and maybe not do shots or whatever it is that you're doing. I feel like you've got to give ourselves a, we, we have to give ourselves little Little congratulatory pats on the back for at least trying. I've started picturing. Uh, I, I I agree. I think little wins. Uh, I've started, and I like last uh, last night uh, was having drinks, and uh, I just pictured. I, I pictured the hangover. Like, right. I, yeah. I imagined it With in my head. Bradley Cooper and and uh, Zach Galifianakis. It, it was. Like it yeah. was. It's good, um, it's good networking opportunity. So you got to. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but you just started doing uh, but so I just pictured the hangover it's like, a valuable thing that you're saying though because yeah. it's like you're trying to remember the pain of the activity yeah. trying to bring it forward without I'm, I'm waiting yeah, for exactly it. bring it yeah. forward to try but have you heard that, have you read that article recently that Bradley Cooper's been sober for so long that he was actually five years sober already in before he did hangover <laughs> oh really yeah so that whole thing he wasn't pissed Right. Like, and he'd already been sober, and then he's like, this is my big break, the hangover. But the reason why I got this job is because I quit drinking. Uh, Yeah, 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 yeah. That's funny. (laughs) How you you touched a bit on the mental health stuff is something that we've really started to think about a bit more these days. And just to sort of finish up, other than for exercise, do you have any other strategies that you try and use to pull yourself out of the dark cloud moment? Um, I've got a really dumb one. Please. Uh, that uh, I'm almost embarrassed to share, to be honest. But no, if you don't um, want it, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> definitely. If I ever feel really dark or like, because I'm I'm pretty much an atheist, I think. I don't really have any beliefs spiritually, um, I'm, uh, but I love space. So I find that, um, that we're just a, on a bowl and it's all chaos. So I actually find it quite comforting. Yeah. Uh, but it also means that I, I, I do get scared that if I ever get suicidal that um, uh, I won't have something that will stop me to, Whereas when I was very Christian growing up, it was a sin, uh, right. and yep. now I don't have that sort of um, belief anymore. I'm just like, oh, I, I do worry that oh, what would stop me um, other than the fear of maybe pain? Uh, yeah, if you could find a painless way yeah, of doing it, you're worried that there's nothing that's going to pull you out. What would hamper? And, and I know it's dumb, but whenever I get really, uh, really sad, I think, well, there's no way I'm I'm doing anything until I've seen Avengers Endgame. I know what you mean. I know <laughs> and, exactly and I, what you I, mean. I will. I will. And there's because oh, I love pop, because I love pop culture so much uh, and superhero things like that. 
that ongoing saga of the next thing I want to see coming up. 100% agree me. with this. I, I get angry. I'm just like, there's nothing's going on until I see the latest Star Wars. Right. <laughs> like it's that sort of. Um, no, but I know, you, I know I it sounds like that, silly, though. but it's like because for people like you and me who don't have kids or anything necessarily yeah. to like live for, you got to find meaning in life or something that we agree as an atheist myself go, I I think this is all meaningless, which makes it kind of crippling to try and find meaning in things. So yeah. you just have to latch on to. So for me, it's things like just knowing the anguish that my parents might go into uh, having to deal with that idea of what if I were to do something like that. Um, all of that's valid. But really what stops me is I just want to see who the next Batman is. Yeah, like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I know like Ben Affleck, I was thought he was pretty good, but the people would be tarsh. I'm sure the next person is going oh, to do it might be Wolverine better. Like, or is- yeah, Hugh Jackman going to agree to do but it. Then the- yeah, like, are we going to exactly? Is there Spider Man? Is there, like, you know, Ugh. Tom Holland going to be, like, how's, uh, you know, uh, uh, Jake Gyllenhaal going to be? The- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and knowing that we're not uh, in our lives, you know, we're very fortunate not to be wanting for food or water and things like that or safety, uh, that um, it makes me think I can hang on until then. I, I love then, But then, to bring it back around is when you do have kids, and I can, I can imagine both of you having it in the future. Together. The hi- yeah. <laughs> the hyper- hypochondriac comes back because I only developed it recently where once I had kids, I never looked after my body. Once I had children, I was like, this thing needs to stay alive oh, yeah. to look after those things. And so I went through this whole phase of feeling lumps, freaking out, getting CT scans. Like I went the whole caboodle blood test. Yeah. And now I've got it under control where I do it maybe once a year just to keep checking everything. But I've never been more onto my health since I had children. Right. Because then you're just like, but there's a reason. Like, living for someone. Yeah, living yeah. for someone, being there for them, making sure you hit all – because you want to be there. And I just couldn't believe that, that it took that much for me to then actually take my health seriously. Right, 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 right. So it's even then when I have those dark days, you're right, Dill. It's like it's something to to hold on to. But with yeah. me, it's just like I you know, I have this meditation mantra thing where I just like I hum and just think of my kids. Yeah, okay. And I cannot believe how powerful that is. And it seems and it's just them we play this game called Magic Statues where I pretend to go into a store and I just want to buy regular statues mm. and it's them and then I move the statues and then I walk away and they run away. And I was like, what the fuck? I bought regular statues. I didn't want magic statues. <laughs> and I just think about that and hum. Like I just think about that moment and it doesn't matter how shit I feel or if I had a bad day, it snaps me out. Wow. And I don't think I had anything before that. Wow. Yeah. Oh, great. I, 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 I have a thing which is like just a basically a list of things that I um, like a, like a hap- thing. It basically completes the sentence, I am happy when, and then just a list yeah. of things. And just having that in my phone and scrolling through it once in a while, adding things to it, it, it really just reframes the position you're in because you're starting to come at it from a place of gratitude yeah. as opposed to whatever the funk you're going through in that yeah, moment. Yeah. Because again, like I said, as a, someone who doesn't believe that there's something after this, I was talking about this recently with someone else about how it's, as an atheist looking at life, it's like you're at a party with a whole bunch of people that you like and some people you don't like or whatever and you're all partying, but then someone taps you on your shoulder saying, okay, you got to go now. You're going to leave this party. Yeah. Not only can you never come back in, but also your friends are just going to keep partying as well. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. Is a, that is a really dark, scary thought as a non-believer of the afterlife. But at the same time, using that fear means I try to remember to have fun at the party while I'm there, while yeah. I'm there because I know at some point I'm going to get kicked out. So I want to hang out more with the people that I actually like at the party and not stress out about, you know, the dickheads who are causing too much ruckus. Yeah, it's I, I, I agree. I think it's – and it also makes what we have now feel quite valuable and fleeting mm. and 
such a this little spark in yeah. the universe that yeah. uh, you get to be here for just a second and then yeah. it's gone. And so, when you think about yeah. the age of mankind in comparison to the age of the Earth and things like that, where it's not, isn't there some stat like if you know the start of this the Earth was you know mid midnight one day and mm. then mankind doesn't even show up till 11 58 p.m or something like that like the whole day has gone and there's only like a last few seconds or whatever that we show up yeah and it's it's so annoying that we do know that in our heads but at the same time i will um you know be embarrassed to say hip hip at a birthday party (laughs) when if we are i feel like if i really did absorb that into myself that we are just this uh you know these little cosmic accident light floating on space and maybe i would have less self-confidence issues, but uh, there's that deep philosophical belief and then there's also, you know, I'm nervous to ask someone out or something. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, uh, yeah. yeah, I don't and, know. And also just, I guess, reminding yourself that that's what makes all of it interesting yeah. is that it, if we did only just think about how random it is, can you imagine the genuine chaos that would occur in the world true, yeah. if we just believe that none of this has consequences? The consequences for people like us, I suppose, is to remember that, hey, just because you don't have, you know, uh, feel like this, none of this matters doesn't mean that you have to take the meaning away from someone else. That's true. Or yeah. like take someone else has meaning in life where they say Ben, right? If you and I go, we don't have kids, who gives a fuck? Let's just, you know, kill Ben. I'm like, yeah, but what happens to his kids? Like he, yeah. you know, there's kids are now without a father. Yeah, yeah. But I, mean? but I have those moments that like, you know, they say try and be as present as you can because then you can enjoy the most the most of that particular moment. But that's, I think the one thing I enjoy about kids is I, I feel like I've been clouded so much with changes and health and body images that I sit there and, you know, it was, it was Tao and Minka and Minka was like, Tao, where does the wind come from? And then Tao's like, I don't know. I'm one. And Stop then, asking yeah, me these yeah, questions. He's like, I'm two. He's like, I don't know. And Minka goes, I know the, the wind comes from the trees. And I was like, what? And she goes, yeah, look, they're moving and they're creating wind. <laughs> and I was like, I love, Newton. I love it. That, like, of course you went there. I would it's like have logical. never. It's like a band. Yeah, so logical and so uh, pure. And yeah. I was just like, you know, there's there's something like you are so present, you see that that's what you think. And yeah. I just, I think sometimes that I know that that's probably the thing I've struggled with. I'm thinking about a million one things ahead. I can't enjoy the moment right here, right now. And we, do, we are very gratitude heavy here, but- Better. Kids uh, apparently like a very good example when humans are most present because it's pure uh, survival. Either I'm hungry or I'm warm or cold. Or yeah. You know, it's just, they yeah. just act. And when those things are sorted, they're just genuinely happy. Yeah. And when you give and them a curious. piece of celery, they give you the finger and go, give me that fucking yogurt sachet. That happened? Yeah. You got <laughs> given the finger? Yeah. My kids picked up the word fuck and we were just at a wedding. Ah! That's not, that's, not, that's not going back in the box. Yeah. That's, that's wow. Now. Yeah, it was that's really in, that's bad. In, that's in rotation. Yeah. <laughs> that's so yeah. funny. Yeah, and oh. she's seeing, and Minga's coming into musicals. She's like, even then we had to drive them what back to the wedding. What, they like Book of Mormon or something? No, what no, she, just, she sees everything. She's like, the sun is setting. And then she doesn't really know what the word is. She says, the sun is setting. It goes to sleep. Fuck the sun. Right. <laughs> 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 she doesn't understand. <laughs> And the whole point is you're supposed she's to a, ignore she's, it. She's an edgelord. She's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's writing the next uh, South Park musical. But, um, but, yeah, I know what you mean, that the movie, that's really great. I actually think that's – I know it's dumb and it might be dismissive, I but it. I think it works really well. It's ironic that you use the movie Endgame, which is literally if you oh, think yeah. about suicide. Well, well, <laughs> you better have some plans for Phase 4, Marvel, yeah. whatever it's called. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not writing on this. Um, oh, we're going to wrap this up.
that's a great note to wrap up, man. I'm yeah. glad to hear that you've got a lot of this stuff on the right track. Yeah, you're on, you're on top of it, Luke. Man, I will see. I'm, I, I will Let's get back try. in a year's time, do this episode on this yeah. date, and I'll show off our six-packs. Oh, that'd be great. Oh, yeah, I would yeah. love it if you have a six-pack. I love it if we all would. March 11th, 2020. You've heard it first. We are going to have a six-pack in a year. No, I don't like this. I love this. Because 16-pack boy? No, 18-pack boy. 18 pack. 18 pack. So one of us has lost two packs. Which yeah. one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, so good. 18 packs. I'm, I'm ready, guys. Let's do All it. All right. The 18 pack pack. 18 pack. 18 pack pack. pack. 18 okay. pack pack. March. We'll see. March, <laughs> March 11, 2020. After the next long weekend. 18 pack pack. Yep. We'll do a live episode with our shirts off. That's what we'll do. I cannot wait. Oh, my God. Make sure, uh, let's get go to a fine venue with fluorescent lighting because we're, we're going we're gonna to need all the help. <laughs> I'm just going to bring a copy of 300 DVD and just oh. hold that on my ears. <laughs> oh so good. Hey, thanks so much for coming. Uh, most of the people who already know you, pro- who listen to us already probably know you, but if you had to plug anything, what would you plug? Uh, I you got the comedy festival you and Celia doing nah, the Q and A. It's it's there's no tickets left. Um, oh! Oh, sorry if you if you see me in the streets say hi. <laughs> That's all I've got. <laughs> give him a hug. Don't give any spoilers of Endgame. Yeah. Please, don't, please don't ask for any. Please don't spoil any. Um, and uh, have you? Yeah. Uh, nothing else. No other. Luke W McGregor on uh, Instagram and Twitter. Luke, yeah, Luke W Twitter. Why do I know that and not you not know it? When does this come out? Does it come out? Uh, uh, next week. Rosehaven episode eight, maybe? Okay, um, cool. Yeah, great. Cool, cool, cool. Hey, thanks so much for coming, brother. We, <laughs> great uh, for us. <laughs> um, I've got my show two days uh, starting at Canberra, March 23rd, uh, and then uh, second show on sale now because the first one sold well, and then uh, comedy festival uh, throughout uh, March 28th to April 21st, and then Sydney, May 11th and 12th, tickets at comedy.com.au. Ben Lomas, what is your show? Yes, uh, I've still got uh, Melbourne International Comedy Festival. The Caffeinator Returns, uh, thanks to the last episode. Episode. Uh, Tuesdays have sold out. Uh, I love you and fuck you, listeners, for getting those cheap tickets. <laughs> uh, but Friday, Saturday's uh, showing quickly. But exciting news my new show, Just for Sydney, Love Handles, is on sale now. So, what? Sydney Podcast Bezel. This is a bombshell for brand, me. Brand new show, Love Handles. Uh, Good title. Uh, so, grab uh, the. Uh, they Love Handles. Yep, they Love Handles. Grab the Love Handles. Uh, smaller venue uh, than last year. So, grab tickets. I'm only doing three shows. Well, mate, it's, it's the last year you can do that show. Once the 18 pack pack. <laughs> <laughs> you won't have any. Um, Thank you so much, man. Thanks, Luke. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll see you next week, guys. Bye.